Yeah. Just because of the environment you're in, isn't it? Exactly. That environment. Just that environment. Word, we're back in. All right, Des, go ahead, because you, um, you were in the middle of something. Yeah, where were we at? Where were we at? Talk about Dennis Raulman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah. I think um, it, a lot. Of your, I think your personality comes into it as well. A lot, like people, I think confidence is one of those things. If you, when you believe in your ability, you know what you can do, and you have the idea that no one's really going to stop you from doing that. It, it can help. Yeah. Like as an athlete, if you really believe you're the fastest, you put in a good amount of work, but you have a strong mental side. You'll you'll turn up. You'll win your races, and even if you don't win, you won't really be two phased. You can come back a couple of weeks, pull down a PB, like. Mentality is so huge, especially in a sport like track and field, man. You you just you're given so much time to think. You got you turn up really early to get to the event. You yeah. gotta get your mind in the right place. You gotta warm up. You go you go to a cool room where you sit there with your competitors. You're literally so close to the people you're about to race that want to smoke you mm-hmm. for like 15, 20 minutes in that combined space, looking at each other, doing whatever you're doing. You're just sat there with your thoughts. You can't go nowhere, you can't do anything, you can't bring headphones, can't bring food, nothing. You're just there. And then Not before the race, <laughs> all of that. It, I know we haven't got to this point, but going forward to like 2020, because I didn't compete in that year, mm. like, it's just, it's just amazing. Like all that, being in the cool room, for me, is just so amazing. Like it's, it's, it's such a like, that little adrenaline there, walking out, everything like, it's just mad, like, I, I, I can't think of anything else in life that's gave me the feeling of race day, like, even the night before race day, knowing, okay, cool, especially a big race, then, you know, okay, yeah, like, it's just, it's, it's amazing, man, it's, it's, it's a great thrill, and I think, like, that's why a lot of sports people probably, after they retire, struggle, because, like, just not getting that anymore, like, it must be very difficult. Yeah, man. I, f- I think it's one of two things with athletes. Either athletes hate it, like they hate the courtroom and they don't like yeah, going yeah. in there, or you get the ones that enjoy it. I'm the same. I like it. I think it's cool. I've never had any problems in there. Um, I'm not really thinking too much, any, man. I've never had any problems in there, but I want some. Like, Is it? I want, yeah, man. I want to have a cool story. Like, yeah, I was in there, and then and then this guy barged me, or this guy brushed my... Like, I want to have them stories. Like, I think that would be mad cool, like. Imagine if there was verbal sparring before a final. Everyone started getting into it. It would, oh. it would just take one person. Like, if someone in there, one of the top guys, if you're, you've all got similar times, you've got a 10 2 2, 10 2 3, 10 2 4, and you're all in there scattered around, yeah. And then one of the guys, well, maybe the 10 2 3 guy, he goes, Yo, I don't know about you, man, but I'm taking this gold home, innit? I'm just, just what, what I'm wondering how it. everyone else would circulate. If that was you, if there was a guy in there and you say you were the 10 2 4 or 10 2 2, and he's just said that. What are you gonna say? Are you gonna say quiet? What, what, what I don't really talk in the, you give? To be honest, I'm saying all this, but I don't really talk in the, I only talk to people I know. And even talking to people I know, I don't really talk, talk. But I don't know, I'll probably just laugh. Like, because I think that's hilarious. But yeah, man, it would just be amazing. Like, just the energy of that, like the energy of someone saying that. And I got I gotta look in your face to see if you really mean it. Like, yeah, that would you believe. Because that's the thing about the court, like, just athletics in general, it's like, I just don't believe, I just don't believe you guys. So there's a lot of athletes that just don't believe it. Like, and that's, and that's, you can, yeah. 
nothing more. It's just, a, it's just great, man. It's just amazing. Like competitions, is, it's a beautiful thing. You can tell, innit? You can tell some people are made for this and some people can't. Even when you're walking around, like, you know, when the heats, you see all types of athletes, some that aren't necessarily the fastest, and you can just see in their demeanor how afraid they are. You can sense fear and you can see, you can see it, you can feel it. And I sometimes I feel bad for him when I'm there. I'm kind of like, oh man, I feel for you, bro, because like this could break you. Because on a real thing, it breaks people, man. I've seen yeah. some people that just like they get to the champs, no, they run a fast days, time. It's been days where I've walked into the warm up and I've been like, yeah, I've won this, I've won this comp. <laughs> just from looking around. Yeah, and then there's been days where I've walked into the warm up and I've seen someone and I've been like. Like, I remember, um, <laughs> like, 2016, um, indoors, I walked in and I saw James Desali and I was like, oh, flip. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's going to be a long day today. <laughs> like, Did you race him? Did you race him that day as well? Um, I think, I think... I don't want to say I raced him. I think we were in the same heat, but I definitely wasn't racing him. Like, he was in one heat and I was in heat one, like, one A. He was in heat one, I was in heat one A. Like, he was just on, in a different place. So, yeah, man. <laughs> it gets like that sometimes. Yeah, mental warfare, man. It's crazy. It's just like how you can deal with those sort of things, isn't it? Like, it will either make you or break you, man. It's just, it's crazy. But yeah, next one, because uh, we need to continue in the years. Where, where were we at, 2018 or 2019? Uh, yeah, we did 2018, so 2019. 2019. Yeah, 2019 was like, that was a crazy year for me, man. It was a crazy year, like, um, indoor, even from winter, like, because, so 2018, I was still coming into it with injury at the winter, so I couldn't do everything that I wanted to do didn't do indoors and stuff like that. So 2019, um, finished the season, finished 2018 well, took my however many weeks off. <laughs> and then um, got, got some good winter work in. Um, I felt like I was in good shape. I was ready to take on the 60s. Like my aim, my aim was I think that year was, was it European? Yeah, that year was European because that's when nobody got the standards, I remember. And I felt like, yeah, like I could I could make a team. So I was just focused on that, just trying to make a team. Um, training at the time with like Sean Safa and Fio, you know, like you're with two of the top guys. So I had a, I had a, I had a good training. I had a, we did a camp in December in Portugal as well. Like I was running like good. So I just felt good, um, but indoors just, I struggled indoors like to execute my, my race. Um, terrible at the trials, I think I ran, I ran terrible at the trials. And then like three days later, I ran the race I was finally waiting for. Ended up running like 6-6 six, six in, in Ireland, but it was just too late. Like that should have happened probably like a month, before, not a month, but a few weeks before, then at least I could have went into the trials with a bit of momentum, but just little things that 60s are tough. It's, it's very unforgiving. Like if you don't get 
it right as soon as the gun goes. That's it. So mm-hmm. struggled indoors and then um coming outdoors just a lot of, a lot of stuff was going on uh, ended up going to Jamaica for like six weeks something like that which kind of wasn't the best move I think being away from my coach for like such a long time but um, it was what it was ended up racing I was struggling with the racing as well like I, f- I was doing, I was running right in training, but I just, again, just wasn't translating to my racing. It was just weird. It was just a weird year. Did you race in Jamaica while you were there? Yeah, yeah, I ran in Jamaica, but I only ran like 10-6. I think it, it might have been into a minus, but I only ran like 10-6. And I ran like 21s, like half. Like <clears throat> when it's rough in Jamaica, it's rough. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I went through all that and then came back. But it was a weird year because as much as like I'm not having a good year, like I run a PB for the 60, I run 66. Um, outdoors, somehow I've got into like, so I didn't actually get into like an actual diamond race, but I, I was in the 100 at Stockholm Diamond League, which was just mad because I was definitely running like, my season's best was probably like 10-4. But got a lane, again, went there, like just didn't execute the race. But it was just good. Like, it was just a nice experience, like just being at a Diamond League, um, just seeing how everything goes, walking around, just seeing like, like that's John Smith, mad, like crazy, like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it was cool. It was cool. And then um, I I had um, European on twenty three, so I was trying to get that standard. I think it was like ten twenty. Just couldn't couldn't get close to it. Um, Going to the trials and I was, I was probably like felt a lot better, probably ran a lot better but again that day was just a minus so I think I ran, the best I ran on that day was like 10-6 and I came fifth maybe in the final but I was just from like I just didn't have no confidence in my, like myself in that final. And I just tried to do too much. Like, instead of just thinking, all right, cool, let me just chill, execute my race. I've gone into that race like, yeah, I'm going to put this step down here, then I'm going to, like, you can't do that. So, gone in there, messed it up. And then, obviously, I came fifth and I didn't have the standard, so I'm not making the team. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, man, that was, like, the first, that's probably the first team that I didn't make. Yeah, like, every every team that, every age group team, that was available, I made. So that was the first time not making a team. So that was like, cool. It was a, it was a, a time I just, I just thought like, I just needed a, a, a bit of a change. So from there, damn man, that's when I, I went to, um, I went to, spoke to Lloyd, Lloyd Cohen. Mm. Like, um, yeah, man. Lloyd, Lloyd, yeah, man. Do you, do you guys know Lloyd? I know Lloyd Cowan, yeah. Just because I know the athletes that he coached, so I, I know of him and my coach knows him. Yeah, but, so did, I know but I mean, like, did you actually, like, meet him and, like, get to talk to him? No, I did not. That's the one thing I didn't get to do. Lloyd is, like, man, like, 
I first, I've seen Lloyd about and like like you're saying, like seen him just know Lloyd, like yeah, cool. But I first got to know Lloyd at European Junior 2017 because he was one of the coaches and like Lloyd just he's just a guy, man. Just guy, like best guy ever to talk to before a race, before anything. Like just great vibes, everything, like everything, everything. So. Um, Move. I started training with him for like for the rest of the season. He just kind of helped me out, and um, yeah, man, it was it was a it was a crazy time because I was kind of reflecting on myself and like everything that got me to that stage, and just he just helped me a lot. Like even like because we he he lived in South as well. He lived like five minutes away from me, so he dropped me to train like dropped me to train and dropped me home a few times. We just had some good conversations. Even like um, the last time I actually like met up with him and spoke was just like we went to um, this this calf like near to where we live and we just just spoke, just got like had brunch, just spoke like Louis just Louis a goat man. But yeah like it's just it's, it's upsetting that he's that he's not with us anymore but of course, of course, yeah. He was a great guy and he helped me so much, like so much in that time. Just kind of, I'll say that was a time where I was really working out like myself in athletics and like just being in that environment and that group helped me a lot. So, mm -hmm. yeah, man. But yeah, that was that was 2019. Like, it was just kind of a period of just a lot of frustration, a lot of like why can't I do this and what's going like what do I need to so yeah man you always get one of those seasons of reflection things not going the way you particularly want it to and then you're able to sort of bounce back it's important to have those kind of seasons as, as well as no one would want to have that kind of season in it by choice yeah. you, no one wants that everyone wants to be successful all the time always hit their goals and targets but unfortunately that's not how life is but it's a good thing at the same time which leads me to ask, so you went and trained with him for a bit of time. I know, have you, you've moved around from a few coaches, like I remember seeing, um, yeah, man. Uh, what's it called? Um, David Sadkin, that yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, you went, you, yeah, so yeah you trained with them for a while, like. Yeah, yeah, so 2020, which is crazy, like, it's crazy. I'm a madman, like, I'm a madman, like, I was with David and I literally didn't even do a race, like, um, David, David's actually like I've got so much like respect for like David because um, when I like went to him because to like Toby like I remember to same 2019 um, just seeing him and Toby and like just how they were moving around I just saw how they were moving around just respected it like I just respect how they were moving around and David um, so I ended up speaking to Toby because when I like if I'm going to go to a group, if I don't have a relationship with a coach, I'll usually speak to an athlete I know in the group. So I spoke to Toby, like, yo, I want to know, you know what I'm saying? I want to know what's going on over there. Like, what do you think? Like, if I came over, he was like, yeah, cool. So he was training by himself at the time. So spoke to David, had a great conversation, like, great convo. I just liked, I liked the, the environment he was creating, the mentality, everything like that. So... Met up with him, had another conversation. I was like, yeah, cool, I'm in. So it was me, it was a small, tiny group. Me, 
David, I mean Luke and Toby, trainer David, Emily, she does bobsleigh as well, she was there. Um, yeah, we were just there and then training was like, just a nice change of environment, I was at Brunel, um, just different, like, I, I, I got a lot in that time period and it was, it was another, another learning period, everything's a learning period, but I had a lot of thinking time as well. And that is when, like, literally, I was meant to race, I think, we were meant to race on March the 28th. We was meant to do, like, a 400. And then... A what? Yeah, it was meant to do, like, a four. I, I'm, I'm, like, that's what, like, so with, with, with me moving to David, like, kind of, I'm a sprint, like, and Lloyd, like, so that type of programming is, is, is different. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a bigger program. So... I, but I'm a sprinter that's always believed in that type of stuff. So for me, if I should, as a sprinter, I should be able to run maybe like a 47 something. So it's like, cool. I, don't get me wrong. At that time, I definitely wasn't going to run no 47. But <laughs> but it's like, i got to build towards that. So even if I don't run a 47 this year, next year or the year after, I should be able to run a 47. Um, but yeah, literally training, 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 and then COVID just came through, like wiped out everything. Couldn't go Brunel first. Started training at some next track, and then yeah, it was just, it was just, I don't know, man. It was just a weird time. And in that time, I had a little niggle as well. It was just, it was just annoying, like. But I ended up speak like I just felt like you know what, like. I just, I just, just had that. I, I just instinctually just felt like, you know what, like, I just got a mad opportunity right now, and I just want to give it a chance. Like, if I don't do, if I don't take this opportunity, it might be something I regret in the future. So I just called David, like, just kept it real, like, just told him, like, yo, I'm a madman. Like, I didn't say I'm a madman, but I was like, yo, like, I, I got opportunity to to train with Coach Mills, so. And like, if I was him, I would have been like, yo, you're an idiot. Like, you, so you moved to me for less than a year and you're going to leave without racing. But he, but like, so obviously I'm explaining him, but he's just, he was just like, even if he was like, even if he was angry, like the way he like, he spoke on the phone and everything was just like, he was just like, you know what? Like, I understand that. Like, what he's done and what they've done over there, like it's crazy. So, and then I was even like, he even still gave me like a program in in that time because this was probably like the middle of summer. I can't remember. So he still was giving me a program and helping me at, at, through that time. So Dave is a, a great guy. Like I got so much respect for him. And yeah, man, that's awesome. That's crazy. So. Are you still in? Are you in Jamaica currently? Yeah, 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 yeah. How, is how, long, how long have you been in Jamaica for? I've been in Jamaica since September. Wow. So. Wow. Yeah, I've been in for a while. So, what has it been like being with Coach Mills, training on the Usain Bolt track, being in that area, and just ha like having a like. It's a lot, would probably be a lot of people's dream to be able to be coached by 
Usain Bolt's coach. Yeah. Like, what what is all of that experience like? Um, very different. Very different. It's like imagine wearing a t shirt and shorts to train in December. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's a totally different thing. Like, it's totally different. Um, just culturally as well, like day to day life, just even the way everything is so different. But with coach, like, he is literally the goat, as in he's coached the two fastest men of all time. So he's actually like the goat. So it's like, it's weird. He just keeps it. He just keep. I'll say he just keeps it simple. Like, he just tells us what we need to do. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't give us too much. He might just say, or lean forward here or just whatever just keep it simple but it's just different like knowing that what he's done like what he's achieved as a coach and being under his guidance is like yeah it's a crazy opportunity as you said it's like a dream it's a crazy opportunity so I've just tried to kind of really just soak everything in but it's been it's been challenging at times because I'm just not used to this type of training at all so it's taken yep. me a, a, a long time to kind of, even now, I'm still adjusting. So, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's been interesting. Is it a bigger load in terms of the work you're doing or, um, or what is it that's difficult to more load, sort of acclimatise? It's more load, but it's also like, so one, they don't, we don't do indoors here. So where you would do like a, uh, your, you start your indoor prep speed stuff we don't do that so it's just it's just like more load I training for like six days a week which I haven't done before so it's just more it's just everything is just more um, maybe everything except gym gym's probably a little bit less um so yeah, just just kind of my body just going through that, just not feeling how I'm used to feeling at certain times. Like where I probably start speed a lot earlier, we start speed a lot later. So getting into everything just takes more time. It's just more patience and just just trusting in okay the process because as I said, like it's it's, it's, it's Coach Mills, so you can't really think oh this like he, he must like you know what I mean. So, yeah, man, it's just, it's just that different. is incredible. I have have you been able to sort of speak to him and develop that relationship, ask him questions, talk about Bolt potentially? Have you been able to pick his brain per se a little bit? It's funny. It's funny. This is gonna sound funny because obviously I have a podcast, but I'm not a like social. I wouldn't say I'm a social butterfly like that. So, wait, like. I spoke like yeah, we've had a few different talks, but my even my questions like they're a bit different. Like, I put I, like something I asked him for example is like, what's the hardest part? Because he has races Grand Prix, I was, so I asked him like, what's the hardest part about putting on a meet and stuff like that? So I got different type of questions, but yeah, like I've been able to speak to him a few times about some different stuff. It's just um, it's, it's so interesting to hear like. His, 
his takes and like opinions on stuff because with what he's achieved, it's like, okay, it's interesting to hear from, because in the UK, like in the past, when we have conversations a lot of the time, it's like, what do you think it would take to do this? Mm. But when I'm speaking to him, it's just like, this is what you need to do to do this. If you're not doing this, you're not going to be able to do this. Like, that's it. It's just facts. It's not I, what we think or what we're trying. It's like... And he knows that, innit? Because yeah, he has the like, athletes that have done it, it. So He's seen it. He's like, seen it. Several times, so... Has you seen come down? Have you seen him? Have you seen him whilst you've been there? Seen him, like, one time. He was at the track, like, one time. I've seen him, like, one time. Yeah, man. <laughs> was he looking in shape or not really? But have you... Do you, have, do you follow him on Instagram? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you see the, that dance thing that he does? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, I don't know what he does in it. Like, I don't know like that, but I think that's like his, his staying in shape routine. Like he ain't out there okay. doing like strides, <laughs> strides and 150s. Like, wow. So, yeah. Wow. Do you know, like, did he pull up in the, the gold Nissan GTR or is it something else? Um, I can't even remember. I don't think so. Nah, because I, I would definitely remember that. So you did it. You pulled up with something else. Something a bit, oh, okay. a bit, a bit less loud. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw that one in, in the documentary. It was, always, it was always driving that. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. It's yeah, a rare yeah. car. You can't, you can't get those anymore, man. <laughs> You'd probably just try to chill, try to, try to keep the low profile. Even mellow. Wow, that's amazing. Is Johan still in the group? He's still training with Mills? Nah, nah, he's not. He's not, not anymore. No way. When did he leave? I never knew he left. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe last year or something like that. I'm not sure. I'm not too sure. That's crazy. Where's he gone? Is he still training in Jamaica? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah. I, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I don't know. I only know like, um, obviously that like MVP like Stephen Francis. That's like Shelley and Elaine all them lot. Um, no, no, no. They're with they're with Stephen Francis, so that's like MVP, and then racers, and then like GC Foster, and then this is like, yeah, but I, I'm I'm not. Is GC Foster the one with Julian Fort and all them man? That's MVP. So if you see Julian Fort's vlogs, that's MVP. That's not, so that's not Elaine and Shelley. Yeah, yeah, that's Elaine and Shelley and that's MVP. Oh, but they're, they're never in any of their videos. Like, they're not training together, though. I, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm here, so I don't know what's going on over yeah, there. But... That's wild. Yeah. I, I, that's wow, this is news to me. I never even knew Elaine and Shelley trained together. So they, they're partners, essentially. Um, yeah, I... Again, like I don't know. Oh yeah, you like, don't they know. Might yeah. Not, like, they might not train together in it. I don't know, but they're in the same like they're in the same group. You get, you get me? So, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, to be honest, we've covered so much in this. To be honest, um, I'm I'm full up on questions. To be fair, unless JT, you got any more for him? No, it's been mad interesting. Like that's why I think because we've done a lot of interviews with athletes over the couple like past few months, and it's been mad. I think this is the most interesting of stories because we've had a lot of ups and downs, a lot of injuries. Currently in Jamaica, like it's been mad interesting. Um, I don't have any other questions off top, but it's been it's been very interesting story, bro. Honestly, yeah, man. yeah, man. We appreciate you coming on, man. This has been real. Like I didn't know yeah. a lot of this stuff. I've, I've learned a lot. Forget out a lot. Trust me. And yeah, nah, we appreciate definitely. you coming on, man. 
Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for giving me the call up. I'm, I'm, I'm no worries, man. I, I told you I was gonna do it. Innit? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I thought let me let me let me figure this out. Let me shout. Let me see. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I'm, I'm I'm glad. Like, there's a lot of like af- athletes doing podcasts because not all of them are like about athletics, and I think it's like we're we're starting to build a community. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see like you guys doing your thing. Um, yeah. Inez, I don't know if you guys know Inez. She's doing her thing. Jody just started hers. Yeah, yeah I've seen that one. The oh, coffee Mika. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mika's got hers. Like, there's so many athletes out there doing their thing. And even people that's not athletes out there doing their thing as well. So mm, I think mm. we just all got to, like, come together. And I, I don't even want to not... Met, like, now I want to mention every single one. So it's not even that, like... But, yeah, man. Like, I think everyone just got to jump on each other's platforms and just share platforms mm. and just... We do got to support one another, get us to grow, and we can create a nice big community. Um, it's exciting, man. It's exciting for sure. Definitely, man. Definitely. But yeah, I hope everyone's enjoyed the episode, people. This has been the Visions Podcast with an amazing guest in Rich Mida. Thank you so much, man. For me, the boy Des, I'm, I'm out. JT, I'm out. signing out. Peace out, guys. <laughs>